I'm Lindsay, mom of two active boys on the West Coast and believe there's no reason for money to be ugly. I love helping busy moms make it pretty without using cash envelopes or coupons. And I'm Megan. Me and my husband, we have four kiddos and I relate more to the dad role than the mom. And I'm an HGTV loving, oversharing finance nerd. Together we host the Money Stuff with Moms podcast. We understand the hashtag mom life but we also can appreciate the big picture adulting responsibilities like money. In this podcast, we invite you to be a part of our no fluff, fun conversations that will give you helpful on the go finance tips. Even if it's just a peek behind the curtains to hear about what we are doing with our money. Megan and I are here chatting away. She's a little bit under the weather. So you're gonna hear it mostly from me today. Uh, talking about something that I really love to talk about, which is budgeting. And uh, maybe we'll hear her crackly voice here and uh, here and there as we go along. Um, but uh, let's just get into budgeting. Um, I look at budgeting so differently than what I see out there and what I hear people talking about when it comes to budgeting. Um, I'll share a funny story to, to get us rolling. I was out for dinner with um, a professional in the uh, financial planning and insurance industry. They took uh, my husband and I out for uh, dinner the other night. Um, and we were talking about what it takes to be good with money. And so this person had previously shared with me that she has no stress or drama in her life. Um, she also told me that she lived in a really, really beautiful part of the country where like mediocre homes are probably two and a half million dollars. Um, she told me that if her fam, if she could not work, um, that her family would just take care of them, that that would be fine, her parents and whatnot. So I'm giving you a little context to the background of who I'm speaking with. <laughs> And then she goes on to tell me how great she is with money. <laughs> and so my first thought is, well, that's because you have money. <laughs> it's a lot easier <laughs> to be good with money when you can afford stuff. Um, but the opposite is also true. It's also very easy to be horrible with money when you have lots to, uh, uh, to make poor decisions with. Anyway, so she was telling me that the sign of her being good with money is how great her spreadsheets were and how good she was with Excel. And I had had a glass of wine. So I didn't bite my tongue with my true feelings on her statement. And I stopped her and corrected her that she was good with spreadsheets. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm good with money. I'm like, no, what you just described to me is that you're good with spreadsheets. I said, are you telling me that you think Jeff Bezos is managing his spending with spreadsheets? No, he's not. Somebody in the background probably is, but it's not him. Is Warren Buffett managing his money with detailed spreadsheets? Yeah, maybe. Um, actually, I don't know about the Excel part. He probably still uses pen and paper. Um, and so my point with her was that, you know, those two of the, like some of the richest people on the planet manage their money very differently. And who are any of us to say who, which one is right, which one is wrong? Are, are one of them good with money and the other one not? Everybody needs to do it their own way. And it does not take a spreadsheet to be good with money. Now, for those of you who like spreadsheets, uh, 
rock on. They're an amazing tool that can really help um, you with your money decisions, but it is just one way of doing things. Um, you know, most of my clients, when we are doing their budget, yes, we use Excel because I don't want to have to pull out the calculator and the pencil and eraser, um, but we are not using it down to, you know, the, the, uh, the finer detail. And the reason that I don't believe that budgeting needs to be that detailed for all of us is because that level of detail fogs me right out. And I have no interest in even being in that conversation. I'm not going to do that once a month. It's not going to happen. Uh, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to get fogged out. Um, and I find that a lot of my clients, you know, those pretty busy moms, as I call us, um, are quite similar. Um, some of us really like spreadsheets and we were really good at them when we were 20 and we had, you know, very few uh, factors in our decision making. Um, and now that things are busier, uh, we find that we just don't have the time or attention to give to that. Um, you know, I feel like budgeting does not need to be about counting every single penny, keeping all of your receipts or using cash or couponing or uh, spreadsheets down to the, the finer detail. I really feel like budgeting is um, can be a lot more fun and simple than that. Um, it can be something that uh, is quick. It can be, it really, it just is the, the roadmap. Um, to get us from one place to the other. Uh, you know, for example, when I'm when I'm doing budgets with my clients, there are no pennies in our budgets. <laughs> I don't even let them put in the cents. I dollars. It's round up to the nearest 10. And that's because I am the type of person that gets overwhelmed with detail. I don't want to see that many numbers. Um, I, I just don't. If I if we come up with a budget where you are where you have five hundred and twelve dollars a month that you can spend on day to day variable uh, spending, I call that spend with joy money. Um, if it's five hundred and twelve dollars, the chances of you remembering that in amongst all of the other details and decisions and stresses of your life is much lower then you're remembering that you got 500 bucks. 500 bucks is easy. So much easier than 512. Do we get to the same result? Yes. And if you are the, that detail oriented, um, what is it? The, uh, in your, the personality test green, is that green? It would be green. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, there's that voice. Everybody got to hear it for the first time. Now, you know why she's on mute. <laughs> it's cold season it is kicking everybody's butts right now. So anyways, if you are a green, if you are that detail oriented, um, accountant, engineer type uh, person, then my budget is going to drive you crazy because you're just going to think, what is the point? This isn't even accurate. There's no point in baking the cake if you don't measure the ingredients is exactly how you're going to look at it. Um, and for me, well, the cakes are I don't really follow a recipe. <laughs> There's a little bit of that. And however it turns out is going to be fine. And we're going to love it. Um, Because 
that's just how I do things. I really believe um, for a lot of areas in our life that 80% done is better than 100% not. Um, if I tried to do everything at 100%, I would do nothing. So I have to be in a lot of areas, I really do have to be pretty comfortable with 80% and done. Um, and that's my personality. That's something that I've learned about myself. And you've heard Megan and I talk about how you know, any decision is a good decision. Finding out the way that you do it is what's right for you. Um, and I just really, really believe that. Um, so if you are on, you know, a budgeting journey, finding what works for you, if you are that detail oriented, then get into a detail oriented budget there are Excel sheet sheet. Um, there's a million of them out there. Um, you could use mine and just add the dollars and cents if you want to. Um, but there's probably one with a little bit more color coding and a little bit more, um, you know, check boxes and uh, extra functions that is going to work better for you than my simplistic busy mom kind of kind of budget. Um, and many of us have tried using cash with our budgeting. Pretty well every person that's used cash has been successful for the short term. <laughs> so like for a day or a few days or a week or a month, at some point, many of us stop having success with cash because uh, it's just one more thing to manage. Um, I do not get paid in cash by anybody ever. So in order for me to use cash, I have to create a whole other schedule for myself of going to get cash. Um, somebody suggested to me the other day, we'll just get it from the, the cashier when you're getting your groceries. I don't go to a grocery store. I order online or through an app. Um, so for somebody like me, like cash is, it's not going to happen, but it works. It's like tried and true. It works. And so I recreate uh, the cash system with something that I call bank account budgeting. And I use bank accounts to hold my different amounts. And I move the money around within my, my bank account architecture system. Um, and that has worked for me um, and so many of my clients um, for years. Um, I just saw a little Facebook, you know, those Facebook memories and um, my uh, like past my exam memory came up from 13 years ago. Um probably a life insurance or mutual fund or I don't know what exam it, it was, but, uh, um, you know, so I've been doing this type of thing for like 13 years. It's developed over, over those years. Um, but, uh, but I really find that for people like me, it works really well. And I don't, so I guess my, my biggest message is if you are like me and you've tried budgeting and you hate the details and the work and the, the tracking and the, you know, the data entry, you know, when I look at, at some of these spreadsheets and it expects me to, or not even a spreadsheet, some of them, um, you know, this like, you can get uh, like budgeting workbooks, you can get them at the dollar store. And then you can also order like the fancy systems. Those ones are like 80 bucks, by the way, they're so expensive. But if that works for you, then that $80 is, is an investment and, and is great. So who am I to judge? Um, but some of them have like lists of everything you spent that day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, time to write this stuff down. Hey, Megan here. 
I don't mean to interrupt the episode, but I just wanted to pop in and say how grateful Lindsay and I are to have you choose us to be in your earbuds today. If you have a quick second, we will really appreciate you hitting the subscribe and leaving us a five-star review. It really helps us promote our podcast more than you know. Now on to the rest of the episode. I kick myself far too often at night because I didn't make time to floss my teeth. Mm-hmm. And dental hygiene is something that is like such a top priority for me. And that's something that I should do every day. And I forget and I don't find the time to do. I'm certainly not going to sit down and write down everything I spent that day. Mm-hmm. Like it's just not, it's just not going to happen. Um, and, it just uh, feels so micromanagey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So micromanage. <laughs> and when you go back to talking about how cash works, I just want to say that there's actually science behind it. So when, and the, I, the reason I, it's so random that I know this because it was like, I think I was a teenager or something and I was listening to probably CBC with my parents or one of those W5s, like, like an adult show. And they were talking about uh, behavioral finance and they were talking about why we'll see more reward points. This was probably like in the nineties or early two thousands. And the premise was we actually have pain receptors in our brain that light up when we spend with our credit cards. So when you reach for that credit card out of your wallet, it you don't feel any pain, but your brain is going into panic mode or painful mode. And so what they've done to compete against that is they've given you a reward. Your brain is telling you, stop, I'm alert, help. But the credit card companies are saying, go, you'll get points, rewards, mm. travel, whatever the thing is. And I think that that is one of the key reasons why cash works. Mm-hmm. It's not because you don't understand why it doesn't work or or it does work, sorry, but it's because your body is encouraging you to spend that way whereas when you go to spend with plastic your the message your body is telling your brain is just complicated yeah yeah it um speaking of uh behavioral uh finance um have you ever read the book dollars and cents no it is so good um it is so good it's all it's all about that. If anybody is, is interested on, you know, why they do the things that they do. Um, it's a great, a really, really great book to read. Um, and yeah, spending, it's, it's also funny. Most of my, my one-on-one clients that I take on, they're mostly couples and all of them, I can pretty well say is that in uh, in those relationships, um, the wife is the you know the household CFO, paying the bills, managing the accounts, doing the budget, um, buying the kids stuff, um, 
as well as the other, you know, laundry list. Um, but that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> I won't start ranting about the, <laughs> the, the unbalance there. Um, but uh, so in those, that type of dynamic in, in those relationships, the husband almost always tells me that cash works really well for him. And the wife says the complete opposite. Um, and so I, I think there's a few reasons for that. One of them being that for most of those relationships, the men are responsible for less um, in terms of what needs to be paid for. So they really just need like lunch money and gas and like, I don't know, a beer fund. Like they don't need 13 envelopes in their back pocket. Whereas for us, uh, for, for most of my, my, uh, the wife side of, of the couple, um, they have, they would need <laughs> dozens of envelopes to, uh, to keep it straight. Um, so I think that's one reason. I think the other, um, another reason is that, um, it's related to how people make decisions, how men make, make decisions, um, sometimes can be a little bit more simplistic than women, um, with a few less factors involved. And so they really like a system where there are less factors involved. There's are, uh, there's either cash in my pocket or there's not. Um, and I mean, that's something that I teach in, in my bank account budgeting system that you open up the account that has whatever name, some of my clients will even have a grocery account. Some of them won't and, and keep it in, in another place. Uh, but in the example of a grocery account, if my grocery budget is $1,000 a month and I put that in either once a month or with paychecks or whatever whatever uh, schedule works um, and I want to see how much I've spent on groceries, all I need to do is look at the account. I don't need to look at any receipts. I don't need to look at anything else. It's all right there in the account. Um, so it does my tracking for me. And it also tells me how much I have left to spend. If there's $500 in the account, then I can spend $500 in gro on groceries. Um, if I keep all of my money in one account, I cannot tell in a split second how much I have for gas, for groceries, for my spend with joy money. I can't see it. It's all in one big account. And I refuse to carry cash. I refuse to carry, um, you know, envelopes to put my receipts in. I refuse to manage a, a spreadsheet to track my spending. That's just not me. I don't even carry a purse. Like where would I even put this stuff? Um, I use my phone for everything. <laughs> I used to be able to say to my kids, Oh, we can't buy that because, uh, I don't have my wallet with me, but you have your phone, mom. <laughs> We'll talk about uh, kids and, and spending and, and uh, strategies for uh, for uh, for that in in the future. But uh, so I think that, you know, if, if you are on a budgeting journey, finding something that that works for you, um, if you are like me, then, you know, check the show notes and, and we can direct you to um, ways to use my uh, my system. If my system's not right for you, if you are a green, um, just keep scrolling and go and find a really detail oriented uh, uh, spreadsheet for for you. Um, any final thoughts, Megan? Croaky over there? I think <clears throat> budgeting is one of the very first starting points. Once you know your budget, it's really the catalyst for saving more, reducing your debt. Everyone needs a budget in my opinion. And 
although it doesn't feel comfortable for everybody, it also doesn't have to be depriving and it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Like you were saying, you just got to find the system that works for you. And I feel like the budget, you trying to implement a budget that doesn't take into account the kind of people that you are, if you have two decision makers in the family and it doesn't account for both of you and it's maybe leaning more towards the green or more towards you know the orange or whatever the situation is it's not it's never going to stick it has to be a compromise and it you have to find that system that works for you i also you know i'll be on instagram and i'll see these budgeting accounts where they're you know I spent $4.72 on at Staples. And it's just like, oh my, like I couldn't even, I have way too many other things occupying my time than to be able to track every single dollar, every single cent. Um, But that for some people will allow them to accelerate and will allow them the permission slip to save more, apply more to debt, you know, and keep going, whatever you can stick to. I think that's the most important thing. Agreed. Uh, You know, I say all the time, like budgeting isn't about not being able to, uh, people seem to have this thought about budgeting that you only have to do it if you're broke. (laughs) um like the grammys has a budget you guys the super bowl has a budget like budgets are a very very useful tool um and it has nothing to do with how much money you have and it has nothing to do with depriving yourself of anything for me it's we budget to have more more vacations more investments more freedom more fun um we're not budgeting for less. And I think that if once you find a system that works for you, if you can also adopt that thinking that we are doing this to have more of the things that we want and love and value, it has nothing to do with depriving yourself. Um, It has nothing to do with um, being broke. It makes the process a lot more fun and it makes the process a lot more, not fun isn't the right word. I mean, sometimes it's fun, but often not. Um, sometimes we're shining a big fat spotlight on something that's not working. Um, so that's not always fun, but if we can keep in mind that we are doing it to have more budgeting for more, then there's still a lot of like freedom in that experience, like finally seeing your numbers. There's a lot of control feeling like we were out of control and now it's all on paper. It's not just up to us to decide on a whim, um, yes or no on those decisions. It really helps with the the decision fatigue. Um, and it, it just allows us to have more. So if you want more then, and you're not budgeting, then start budgeting, find a system that works for you and, uh, tell us, Send us, send us a, a message and, uh, you know, land in our inbox. Tell us what's working for you or what's not working for you or what kind of awesome system did we not talk about today um, that is some type of secret sauce that you think we should be checking out for ourselves or uh, sharing with our listeners. All right, everybody, have an awesome week. Thanks for spending your time with us today. If you heard anything that piqued your interest, check out the show notes because we probably have some extra deets or links down there. Your homework for today. Go talk to someone about your money. Either your spouse, your kids, your coworker, or a licensed professional. And if you don't like those humans today, 
We're always talking in Lindsay's Facebook group, Black is the New Red. So join us over there. Head over to Facebook, type in Black is the New Red. You'll see so many amazing like-minded individuals in there trying to get better, asking the right questions, supporting one another. We look forward to hanging out with you again on your next dog walk or while you watch soccer practice from the sidelines. Cheers.